talking about the creek, the creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week, we're recapping Season 5, Episode 23, the Season 5 finale, Swan Song. And it was so good that (laughs) we did the whole episode without recording for you guys. Because we wanted it to be perfect the second time. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Jamie. That's it. Just trying to help a friend out. <laughs> so so in the two years we've been doing this, I've <laughs> never not forgot to hit record. And we had some stupid fucking issues with my with my uh computer. And I came back and we just went right back into it. And we finished the episode and I said, Oh my god, it's not recording. <laughs> and I almost, I almost cried. And um, uh, yeah, I said, let's just, let's just try it again. If you're up for it, let's just do it again and see how, how well we do now. Because I hate not finishing things. I'm you a confused. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Jamie. Steven. <laughs> what did you think about this episode? Did you like this episode? I did like this episode. Um, a little bittersweet, but I liked how everybody was in like primarily the same location. We had a couple of different scenes in the beginning of the episode, but primarily we were in and out of an airport. And it was nice your, that they one were of your in- one of your favorite places on earth, an airport. Yeah, right. Just call me Jamie Jet Setter. No. Um, I just liked that they we were able to have everybody in like the same area for once in a really long time. Because yeah. for the most part, it's always everybody's kind of paired or grouped off. We rarely ever have everybody sitting together like this anymore. Ever since high school ended, it was really hard to get them to sit together. So it was nice that everybody was in the same spot. Yeah, I um, I like that too. It was, I always remember this episode as being the airport episode because they are all just in that one spot together. Right. Um, One thing I, I said in our first recording was that I felt like this episode was very Joey centric and it was centered on her character, even though we were getting all of these um, conclusions to all the other storylines that were going on. Mm-hmm. It was very much a Joey episode. And I felt like that was almost like a lead in into season six, because I know Dawson's not such a huge part of the show or the storyline. So it felt like they were sort of giving us this like hint that, you know, it's going to be Joey's Creek next season. It's not going to be Dawson's Creek. It's going to be a lot about Katie Holmes's character. Right. Joey, I mean, they, they, they were slowly passing the reins, so to speak, because it was, you know, the oars, the oars. <laughs> they were passing the oars. Their boats were passing each other just a little. Right. So it was always Dawson with Joey just behind. And then throughout the season, it just kind of started to shift where we were seeing more Joey than Dawson. And then now we're going to prepare for season six the final season where it pretty much just becomes Joey's Creek. Um, Cause yeah. Dawson isn't in it as much. He's in it in the beginning and then, you know, he's in and out. So yeah, I mean, they, I definitely, even if they, I don't know if they were aware of what they were doing or if that was the initial plan or if it just kind of worked out that way, but this was kind of like a transition where we we're paying more attention to Joey. I mean, it's always Joey and Dawson, but now it was, we were seeing more Joey than we were seeing of Dawson. Dawson's kind of moving around a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not mad about it though, because Joey was always my favorite character. Same. And I was happy that she was getting a lot more attention. But I feel like she was everybody's favorite character back in the day. Like everybody yeah. loved Joey. Um, so yeah. Well, we will break down the episode. I feel like we had so much more to say, and I don't remember what it was, but I think a lot of it was us kind of thinking <laughs> and talking back and forth. But now that we've already been through this, <laughs> we are more sure of what we were going to say. So it, we're probably going to get through this a little faster than what people are used to. All right. Well, before we break down the episode, Jamie, why don't we just do a quick catch up and <laughs> um, talk about what we've been up to? Because I know Thanksgiving just passed. It did. It was a it was an interesting Thanksgiving. It was our first Thanksgiving not going to somebody else's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so it was it was great. It It was a little... Not the way you were hoping it was going to be, only because Chris was sick. He had a 103 fever on Friday. So let me just say kudos to my outstanding immune system because I did not get sick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I don't know how I didn't get sick, but I did not get sick. Um, But yeah, we did great. He he made the prime rib and I made the turkey and stuffing, mashed potatoes. I made green bean casserole. Uh, all of which there's nothing left except for there's some turkey still. We make turkey sandwiches, which are my favorite part of Thanksgiving is the leftovers, of course. But they are. Oh, love yeah, it. so good. I'm really happy with how the turkey came out. That was like my first turkey. I know you were a little nervous about it. The last time we recorded, you were asking me with like tips and stuff and you had a recipe and i was like you're you'll be fine <laughs> i was getting so frustrated Just make sure so, you based it <laughs> so so here's basically how this went down so i i got all the ingredients that i needed but I, what i did not realize is that i needed a, a pan that had like a like a grate at oh, the yeah. bottom yeah you said this before the last time did you yeah. find one so i ordered one and it was supposed to be there friday and it didn't show up friday and then it wasn't there Saturday morning. And I'm like, I got to figure something else out. So I took aluminum foil and made like two rings out yeah. of it. And I just placed the turkey on that in like a normal pan um, because I could not wait anymore. It was like noon or one in the afternoon. And I'm like, I got to put this bird in. Like, I, I need to cook this. Like, <laughs> so uh, that's what I ended up doing. And then the only other thing that I got a little frustrated with is in the recipe after I made this like mayonnaise concoction of things um i was supposed to put it under the skin like you're supposed to loosely separate the skin of the bird dude i was having such a freaking time trying to do it i could only get certain parts of it and i didn't want to rip the skin so i mean i got some of it and then i just slathered the rest of it in this in this concoction that i made um and i made my little tent thing with with it and it was in there for a couple of hours and then I took the tent thing out and then like the last like half hour I was just basting it every like I don't know 15 20 minutes 10 10 or 15 minutes I don't know it came out really good it wasn't dry it wasn't burnt it was like a pretty golden brown it was uh it was good I was very happy with it. yeah I saw a picture of it I thought it looked great I was like wow I was so proud of you we were out shopping and I and I was showing Justin I was like Jamie made her first turkey I was like they're having they're having Thanksgiving tonight because um chris had to work but i was like look at that turkey it looks really good and the prime rib you sent me a picture yeah. of it's really good yeah. too chris made the prime rib so he was able he was feeling okay enough to uh, to cook that i made the turkey while the turkey was baking i was making um 
uh, biscuits. So they were coming out like five at a time, which was enough for everybody to have one three times. <laughs> so everybody had one. And then uh, when that came out, another batch went in and then, you know, like uh, they only take like 11, 12 minutes to bake or whatever. So yeah. I pulled the next one out and then those would go. And then the third batch went in and I was like, all right, that's it. We're out of biscuits. <laughs> the biscuits are gone. <laughs> and then after that, I put the, you know, the, oh man, dude, I, I, I never realized now I understand why people have two ovens. I know it's crazy, right? I was saying, I'm like, we need a second oven. We need a second oven. <laughs> I remember at the old, the old apartment when, like we would be cooking the turkey at the apartment. I'd, I'd have to do the sides. I'd have to, I have to cook them all the way on the top shelf, obviously, because the turkey takes up the whole oven. But I have, I would have to rotate things because you don't have yeah. enough space. And like the stuffing wouldn't be cooking at the right t- time or temp, or the sweet potatoes wouldn't be cooking at the right time or temp. And I'd have to constantly rotate things and then crank up the oven, you know, once the turkey was done. But yeah, yeah. So, so are we have like a similar issue? Not some. It was more with Chris's rib, like prime rib, than it was with uh, my turkey. So, like, the turkey was on the top shelf, but the shelf was moved down. So I had a gap between the top shelf and the bottom shelf. Like the top shelf is where the turkey was, and the bottom shelf was probably about this much, right? Oh, so he was able to fit in his after we turned the temperature down because I had to cook. The first hour I had to cook it on like a high temp and then I had to lower it to like 350 after the first hour. So then he put his meat in and then I was rotating the biscuits. And then um, then I put in after the biscuits were done, like it literally was like turkey, his prime rib and then the biscuits and the biscuits would, you know, one, two, three, that was out. And then I was putting the uh, the green bean casserole in there and that cooked fine. But then when we were checking the turkey temps, he would pull out his just to check because it was in there for like, I don't know, like two hours or something. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. It was cold still. <gasps> I was like, how is everything else cooked? Like the turkey was good. The biscuits cooked no problem. I mean, they're biscuits. And then even the my oven. casserole like cooked without any issue. So I think the it oven was just, broke. No, the oven was fine. I just don't know what was going on with the right side of it. But the turkey was done, so we pulled everything out, and the turkey had to sit for about 20 minutes anyways without being touched. So he just kind of cranked the heat up on the oven and then centered his meat, and then it was fine by the time the turkey was ready. So, I mean, it was Uh-oh. fine. Yeah, we made it happen. Um, but I used the the oven, the, the stove top, to make the rest of the stuff, like the gravy and, yeah. and the stuffing. and the Like, I didn't bake anything else. Like, I think if I had to bake any other things, it would have taken forever. Like, yeah. There was no way that I would have been able to bake like the kids ma- mentioned mac and cheese. I guess they usually do baked mac and cheese. There's no way I would have been able to bake mac and cheese, do the side dishes, the turkey and like have room for his thing out at the same time. Like I don't have enough oven. <laughs> well, <laughs> to yeah, make sure that all of the stuff enough. would come out at the same time. Eventually something's going to get cold. So it's hard, hard enough that you were it's hard enough that your your oven was taking up two different meats so yeah if you only had one maybe that'd be different but right yeah it's a lot um, it's a lot to deal with and you have to be very organized when it comes to cooking meals like that because if you're not you you can and you have to pay attention to the times and yeah. make sure to make sure everything like everything came out basically at the same time so that was great it was just um i wouldn't have been able to make more and it all come out at the same time there would have been no way like we don't have enough oven. <laughs> There's not enough oven for this stuff to happen. Well, I would definitely call your landlord and tell them to 
check out the right side of the oven if it's not yeah. heating correctly. That sounds like a problem. I don't know because I've I haven't had any other issues with it. Like I've made chicken in the like I've baked chicken. I've baked other stuff. We've done cookies. I've never had any issues. I just think that the oven might have been full, oh, and maybe. the turkey was taking up most of the heat because the other stuff was like sides. It was small. It wasn't like a freaking chunk of meat. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was good. There's nothing left except for some turkey. Well, I'm glad that you had a nice Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving was, it was nice too. We went to Justin's parents. His mom cooked. I thought it was going to be all of his nieces and all the kids, but it just ended up being the four of us. And it was actually very, very nice. And um, I ate a lot. I was very tired. (laughs) Oh, the turkey will do it. Um, but no, it was nice just spending time with them and talking to his stepdad. He he was being he was being he talks a lot, but he was being uh quite um the conversationalist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um He's got but, the gift of gab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um but no, it was I can't believe it's already over. It's like oh, it's already the end of the month and it's gonna be fucking Christmas before we know it. I'm but, excited. I'm gonna make a ham. And it's going to be amazing because I love making ham. <laughs> I like to cook ham. Well, I put it in the crock pot. Your, I'll, have, I'll have plenty of oven space for other stuff. You already have your menu done for Christmas, I guess. <laughs> I got the meat menu done. That's the, the easiest freaking thing. I just have to look up how long it goes in there because I don't remember. But the ham is the easiest thing. I've made it twice already before and it's so good. Um, so it's just the rest of it. And maybe I'll, I don't know what I'm going to do. What else? What else do you make on Christmas? The same stuff as Thanksgiving? Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you can make mashed potatoes. You can make um, a vegetable. Make uh, stuffing yeah. if you want. I think I'll, I'll ask the kids and see what they want because they wanted the baked mac and cheese for Thanksgiving, but we didn't do that. So maybe I'll do that for uh, for Christmas instead. Yeah. Since I, I'll have the oven space, since I'm going to use a crock pot for the the ham. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'll see what they want. But anyway, yeah, it went by so fast. And um, we had a nice little break from work. And um, now it's Wednesday and we're recording this again. So um, let's see how how we can do this without sounding like um, robots. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, Jamie, why don't we get into this episode? What do you think? Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. You want to do this again? Let's keep rolling. (laughs) Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> All right. All right. So this week we are recapping the season five finale, episode 23, Swan Song, aired May 15th, 2002, written by Tom Capinos and Gina Fattori, and directed by Greg Prang. We open on Dawson coming up an escalator, and he looks really, really nice, and he looks sharp and he looks older and he looks important he did look good um, he did look good and i don't say that lightly because we already know how i I don't find him attractive at all no (laughs) but he did look he did look good i noticed that when he was coming up the escalator i was like oh okay okay i can see it now i can see why everybody goes goo goo for coco so (laughs) goo goo for coco <laughs> um, you, you know go for Coco. Goo <laughs> <laughs> Gaga. <laughs> it's it's Goo Goo Eyes or Coco or um uh what is it? It's Goo Goo Eyes and 
Is it cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? So yeah. I just I just married the two. So you yeah. went cuckoo for Cocoa. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. That's what happens. Words so, just. So he answers his cell phone, and it's Oliver, and they're having like movie talk. Uh, apparently, they're both like really important now because uh, Dawson's up for directing a film. Um, he goes over to check his flight. And he looks, he's on the phone still, and he looks over, and we hear this like, this like really pretty music playing, and he sees Joey looking uh, up her flight as well. And then we get slow motion, and Joey sort of looks over at him, and she does her little side smile, and he's like, Oliver, I gotta call you back. (laughs) So they meet up, they're sitting together at a table catching up, and we find out that it's like five years in the future, because they haven't talk to each other for the for the last five years and uh i don't know about you jamie but i was very confused yeah i know i was very confused i had to stop the the episode and go back into like the episode list and make sure i didn't actually accidentally skip a season uh (laughs) so it wasn't just you it was very i was very confused um but if i recall i feel like the last episode of season six is kind of like this too we have the whole fast forward thing yeah and it's like kind of confusing like this so understandably so we were very confused yeah i was like wait they didn't start this off like this i don't remember this but um we we soon find out what what is going on so they're sitting there having like adult cocktail. She's having like a martini because she's she's Joey now. She's 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 a she's a sophisticated woman who can drink martinis. And um, he's like, I thought I would have seen you at my move at my movie premiere. And she's like, I know I was writing my thesis, but I saw it twice. It was great. And he's like, you know, I'm only I'm in town because my mom's getting remarried. And um, she's like, oh my god, that's amazing. And she's like, and how's Lily? And she's like, he's like, well, she's going to be starting kindergarten soon. She's like, Jesus, time flies. And um, the way they're talking to each other, it's almost like they're like strangers. Like Mm -hmm. they're not, they're not like they haven't been keeping up with each other. And he actually says, you know, I think about you a lot lately and we never talk, which is weird. Um, And I think I I, kind of want to stick around town for a couple of days. Maybe I can change my schedule around to make that happen. And before she can respond to that, her phone rings and she's like, hey, yeah, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> and then he's like watching her and he's like, so are you like dating? She's like, yeah, that was my boyfriend, fiance, actually. He's an attorney. <laughs> and he's like, oh, or no, she's like, he's an environmentalist lawyer. Because he says, oh, I never pictured seeing you dating a lawyer. You know what's so crazy? About this entire interaction, besides the fact that it's not real. What? <laughs> so you mean to tell me Joey got engaged and no, somehow that never made never. it back to Dawson, not through anybody? Right. Right. So nobody talks to anybody at this point? Exactly. Is that what's happening here? Because I feel like somebody would have told Dawson. He would have found somebody out. Somebody would have known. Even if Bessie said something to Gail, you know? Right. Something. Yeah, that's that's the part to where I feel like you knew it wasn't legit that i knew it wasn't legit when she found out that gal was getting remarried because i was like she's been such a part of their life her life mm-hmm. their families are so intertwined you know i so knew the moment that, she said she was engaged <laughs> i was like oh okay this is a nightmare <laughs> got it <laughs> um so 
she's like, are you seeing anybody? And he's like, well, I was, I was seeing an actress, but it didn't work out. So she's like, I got to wrap this up. I got to go meet my hot boyfriend, lawyer, lawyer, fiance. And she gets up and she hugs him. And she's like, it was really nice seeing you, Dawson. Give me a call next time you're in town. And he's like, yeah, okay. And before she goes, she goes, Dawson, I'm going to say something. You and me, we had our shot and you blew it. So I moved on and you might want to get on with your life too, because this is getting sad and ridiculous. I just thought that you should know that. Take care. (laughs) So besides the fact that that was hella mean, it's kind of out of context because he didn't like put the moves on her or anything. He's just like, oh, you know, let's catch up. I can delay my flight. And then she just kind of took it. It was like, move on. I did. You know, like, this is sad. Your life is pathetic. You need to move on with your life. And I'm like, wait, yeah. that's kind of like out in left field, though. Because it's not like he was trying to hit on you. We haven't talked in five years, Dawson. Like, what are you trying to do here? Let it go. Stop stalking me at the airport. I, I also loved how the music was there. They played their music during the whole scene their instrumental music that they always play. And then mm. once she started getting really cold towards him, it started to get all creepy. It was like, it was the sweet music, but it was, they also included like really hard chord changes that just didn't sound right. <laughs> like, it, was, it was bringing him to his nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> then that yeah. for him to finally wake up and be like, okay, it was just dreaming. Yeah. yeah. He wakes up in a hot sweat, cold sweats at his bed at home. Cause right. it was only dreaming. Um, so then we get the opening. It was credits. only just dream. <laughs> uh, we cut to Joey and Audrey at the Cape Side Yacht Club. Audrey's begging Joey to come to LA with her, but Joey says she can't because she's devoted to Cape Side for the summer. And Audrey's like, she goes, I hope next time I see you, you're not the same dull bookish prude that I first met because it took months to crack you and I can't do it again. And Joey says, I will try not to undo all of your hard work. So then Pacey shows up in a security uniform and Audrey is like, I hate you. <laughs> like, why are you here? <laughs> and Joey's like, why do you look like one of the village people? And Pacey's like, it's a long story. And he goes, Audrey. And she goes, dickhead. I'm going to go wait in the car. <laughs> so Joey's like, go talk to her because she's leaving tomorrow. And he's like, look, I've already tried multiple times. And Joey says, then I guess it's time for one of your grand gestures. And he goes, well, I'm fresh out. That's what happens when a guy loses his girlfriend, his job, and his self-esteem in a matter of weeks. And Joey's like, well, that doesn't explain the rent-a-cop garb. And he's like, look, I'm oh, I'm the new security guard at the Cape Side Yacht Club. I'm so lucky. <laughs> and he goes, I guess we're both stuck here for the summer. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and he like, leaves. <laughs> um, it was funny. <clears throat> he's like, bye, toots. I, I'll be back tomorrow. When they when they showed him in the security outfit at first, I thought he was working for the cops, like police. I thought he was like working for Doug somehow. I didn't realize. Oh no, the uniform wasn't right. But so now we're at the Learys. Dawson's trying to get Lily to say his name. She won't say anything, but he's afraid that he's going to miss her first word. And Gal's like, she's like, I know, but you can't be around for everything, Dawson. And he's like, I know. I just feel guilty. And she goes, don't you dare. You have been a miracle this year. My miracle. I'm not going to let you forget that. And he goes, yeah, I am pretty cool, ain't I? And she goes, the coolest. And she goes, "Um, have you said goodbye to Joey yet? And he goes, well, we're having dinner tonight. And that's all the information that you're getting out of me. He goes, it's not a date because Audrey will be there, but it doesn't matter because there's nothing left to say anyway. 
And Gal says, O'Leary with nothing to say. I don't buy it for a second. Um, which was like a funny throwback because Dawson says the same thing about Lily because she doesn't, she's not talking. She's not like using right. those words. Right. So now we cut to Jen at the radio station and Jack shows up all excited because he wants to give her the news about whether he passed his classes or not. So he comes in and he's like, what's up, slut? And she goes, nothing much, you big homo. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, four C's and a D. I'm like pretty basic. I passed. Like we can we, now we can enjoy Costa Rica. And um, they're both so happy because like it was like a lot of work for him to. Yeah, he had he had major catching up to do to try to catch up after all of the the partying and stuff that he did because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. He wasn't going to class yeah. and doing the things that he needed to do. So honestly, I'm all for the underdog and I'm really happy that he put in the work and then he was able to pull it off. So I'm very proud of him. I'd be happy too. They deserve to celebrate that for sure. Yeah. And he was kind of broken for a minute, you know, and yeah. he got out of it. He was, he, he was broken. He was overwhelmed. He was like, I, I can't pull this off. I'm not going to pass. Like he really, really was hard down on himself, but he put the work in and he proved himself wrong. You know, he, he made it happen. Yeah. yeah. I was proud of Jack too. Me too. Um, so he just, you know, confirms with Jen that she's sure that she still wants to go to Costa Rica instead of going to see her parents. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm sure there's like nobody I'd rather spend the summer with than you. And he hands her this big copy of Moby Dick and he goes, it's for the plane. And she's like, yeah, but I like to chat. And he goes, I know I like to sleep. Hence the book. <laughs> and she's like, get out of here. You make me sick. <laughs> and then he leaves. Um, so then she signs off for the summer to all of her listeners She's like, thanks to all of you for listening. Um, kind of like us, uh, only we're not going anywhere. <laughs> thanks to all of our listeners. Even though we're not going anywhere, we love you. And we wouldn't be here without you. Have a I great mean, summer. Thank you bye. all the listeners. <laughs> have a great winter. <laughs> yeah, have a great holiday. Have a great holiday. So now we cut to Audrey and Dawson and Joey coming out of Leary's Fresh Fish. Audrey says that she was expecting a way more disgusting culinary experience. And he goes, oh, great. I'll have to pass that on to my mom. So she's like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to head on over to the records, that indie record store and stock up on CDs for the flight. And she makes a comment to Dawson about punching her in the face once they get on the plane. And he's like, I promise I'll punch you in your face. And then get kicked off the plane. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't even get on the goddamn plane. No. She goes, besides, if I know you two, there are things to be said bitter sweetness to be had things requiring alone time of that and of that nature and whatnot <laughs> and now they're like you know, all that sappy shit <laughs> yeah she's like i know you two got to clear the air because you're both he's leaving and you know you two always do this shit every season finale right um, but the one thing i did i liked how they both looked dawson and joey in the scene because i i took a picture of it while i was watching it and i i forgot to post it on our stories but um, I thought they really looked cute together in that scene. And I liked his outfit. Um, and she had I don't, I don't even remember the outfit, but I just remember her hair and me like really liking the way her hair looked in this episode. Yeah, her hair is all <laughs> weird. off that ombre. Yeah, it's really pretty. She looks grown. Yeah, she doesn't look like little Joey Potter, the two tall girl from the wrong side of the creek. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. She's all grown up. So now they're walking and talking and he's like, Joey, promise me you'll never marry a lawyer. She goes, well, what if he does something good, like for the environment? 
just, <laughs> just forget it. Forget I said anything. Dun, dun, she, goes, <laughs> she goes, it's so funny. Last year saying goodbye, it was so dramatic and epic. Like we were never going to see each other again. He's like, yeah, little did you know I'd show up at your dorm three months later. And she goes, do you regret it, Dawson? And he goes, never. Not even a one. <laughs> She's like, Dawson, why did you come to Florida? Because they haven't talked about this yet. Right. He goes, oh, I don't think you want to hear it, Joe. And she goes, Dawson, as long as I live, I'll never not want to hear anything that you have to say. <laughs> he goes, I came, I came to tell you that I love you. <laughs> and she just makes like a face like, what? Wasn't expecting that one. She goes, why didn't you say something? And he says, because by the time I got down there, it was clear that you had moved on. She was with Charlie. Right. And he goes, Even though nothing was really happening. They were just talking. Yeah, but she was still like bonding with this other guy, like being like having fun with them, whatever they were doing. Like she was, she was. was Really cock blocked it. I mean, Pacey definitely did. He's like, dude, you're not, you're not ruining this. Like, leave her be. She's finally talking to somebody else and doing something (laughs) besides us. (laughs) Dude, just let it go, let it go. You know, like Elsa, let that shit go. Yeah. So Dawson's like, yeah, it just wouldn't have been fair to you. She's like, well, when did things change? And he says, at Lily's birthday, when I was looking at the sketches that you drew for her, I was looking through them and I just saw this incredible reflection of who you are. It made me realize that I miss you when you're not around. And she goes, Dustin, how do you know that I'm not just some security blanket, something that you just keep coming back to when the world gets scary? And he says, it's not the world I'm scared of, Joe. And then he goes in the kisser and she like backs away. She doesn't kiss him. She doesn't kiss him back. She re- she rejects his kiss. <laughs> so he's kind of like he's kind of like taken aback, like like what the fuck now? And she's like, I can't do this, Dawson. I can't. And then she just like walks away. So he's just left standing there, like, what did I do now? <laughs> like I really thought that she would have just kissed him, right? But, but I was pretty impressed with her for for giving him the cheek, and I was really impressed. I mean, like, I get it. Like, she doesn't want to repeat the cycle. Like, we've been down this road. You got on an airplane. Like, you came back or whatever. And then we never figured out right. what was happening. And I get it, dude. Like, then, I, you, then you fucked Jen. <laughs> right. It, it turned into this whole thing. So I can understand her, like, taking a step back, giving him the cheek and being like, I'm, I'm breaking the cycle. You know, at least at that moment, she was she was strong. <laughs> yeah. You know, after we talked about it last and during our first recording, <laughs> I agreed with you. I really thought it was smart of her to not go that route because then they would have been holding on to that all summer until they saw right. each other again and been like, well, what are we doing now? Because that's kind of what they it's the same exact thing they did last season. Exactly. Leading exactly. into their their first year of college. Right. So like, why? I mean, they would have had this whole summer where they were like, oh, you know, and they never, they never, well, I mean, not necessarily, I mean, we don't really know, but I can tell you, Joey probably never would have moved on from it. She would have been waiting. And then, you know, that's kind of what she does. And Dawson doesn't, (laughs) as we find out in next season, that sly bastard. Um, all right, so now we cut to Dawson, who is at Joey's. He sh- he pulls up in a cab because him and Audrey are going to go to the airport together. Right. He puts a letter in Joey's mailbox for her. So Joey's helping Audrey leave the house, 
And she's like, Audrey's still begging Joey to go with her. And she's like, Joey, you got to give me the scoop on what happened last night. And she's like, nothing happened, Audrey. And um, Dawson's like, here, I'll help you. Like, let me get your bags. So Audrey says to Dawson, do you need me to leave you alone again? <laughs> and he goes, it won't be necessary. Um, so she, And then her face is sort of like, oh, <laughs> what happened? Right. So Audrey hugs Joey goodbye. And she's like, don't say anything in this moment. And she's like, you're the one talking. I'm not saying anything. And um, she goes, because anything that you will say will just ruin it. And Joey goes, ruin what? And she goes, the best year of my life. <laughs> She's so dramatic, but yet also probably telling the truth. I know she is. They're, they they became really good friends. Remember when they like, Joey like could not stand her. I know. Now she's staying with her at her B&B. She had like this continuous like influx of random dudes she was making out with the whole time. It's like, yeah. oh, I have a hussy for a roommate. <laughs> this bitch is always screwing around. I got to sleep in the fucking library. <laughs> uh-huh, right. So they're getting ready to leave and Dawson's standing there. And Joey's like, um, have a great summer. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you too. And then he gets in the cab and they leave and they don't even hug each other, which I thought was so strange. Like They just had an awkward encounter. I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that strange. He literally tried to kiss her and she gave him the cheek. I mean, he's probably his pride's a little hurt, I'm sure. I don't know. I just feel like they're beyond this. You know, I feel like she could have just been like Dawson. You would think so, but they're what? It. I they're love 19, you. 18, 19 years old. They're yeah. still teenagers. They're still like, there's, they're not, they're, they may be mature, but they're not that mature. <laughs> his pride was hurt. <laughs> I think because we're, we're constantly putting them like we're constantly thinking they're our age, you know, where yeah. they have all these life experiences and they don't. And I have to keep taking a step back and remembering, dude, they're still kids. <laughs> they're still kids. Yeah, they're still figuring it out. Right. So now we are with Pacey at the CYC and he runs into Brecker, who's with another woman. Uh, we find out that his wife left him because he just can't be with one woman he can't be yeah ain't nobody got time for womanize a woman womanize a year womanize a woman (laughs) you know what's so funny when they showed him in this scene i thought he looked so much more unattractive like he was he i thought he was i thought he was attractive in the chef suit right maybe it was the uniform it yeah it was the uniform because out of that uniform he just looked like a putz on a boat with (laughs) this lion shirt on i i thought it was it was, it was the uniform you know what's funny chris hat. he had a hat on all the time <laughs> chris chris hates his uniform i think he looks so cute <laughs> he hates it he's like this stupid like, he looks so cute look at you in your chef gear or whatever <laughs> um so brecker says i can tell you want to say something but Pacey's just like, I don't want to talk to you right now. Like, he says something to him, like, about taking the payout from civilization. Like, yeah, I don't know. But like basically, dry, kind of. I, he just, yeah, exactly. He's like, he just took the money and you ran, you left us all, you know? Yeah. And he did. He took the money and he bought a boat because he wanted to live the way Pacey was living. It was what like, did you this, call him? This is the life for me. Oh, it was like a hashtag something. What did we say? A boat boat, boat life. <laughs> boat bachelor yeah he was a boat bachelor that's it <laughs> hashtag boat bachelor he's like ah oh, i want to live like paisy on a boat yeah with, with a rotation of women 
fucking not my wife. All the time. <laughs> what a lonely life he lives. He says to Pacey that they're cut from the same cloth because they're both constant screw ups. That's why the rest of the world works for them. You never have to grow up. And Brecker says, I look at you and I see myself 15 years ago. You've got a great future ahead of you, kid. Casey's just like, what? Like that's This is not- my future? God, I hope not. You know. So then they hug because the girl's call Glory is calling him to her hole <laughs> in the boat. <laughs> um, but you can tell that Pacey really felt something for him when they hug because like he really did look up to Brecker. Brecker kind of just him. like failed him a little bit. No, he definitely did. He did look up to Brecker. You know what I mean? He he was like, oh, you know, there's something there. They had they had common ground, and then he just went and abandoned him like that. I I don't I Pacey's got I don't know I don't know how to I don't know what I was going to say. There was there was something that I was trying to say that went along with what you were saying, but like I don't know how I lost how to word it. Um, well, maybe it'll come back to you. Yeah, it might. Let's just keep going because I don't. So now we cut to Jack and Jen. They're racing through the airport to catch their flight, but they find out that it's delayed and they run into Audrey and Dawson, who's also their flights also delayed. Um, So they're all sitting together and they all realize that they don't have anything to say to to one another. (laughs) Jack's just like, nobody cares. Jen. (laughs) So while they're sitting there, they all notice Eric, Jack's frenemy from the frat, get off this flight he's he's coming in from this flight so they literally all leave jack there to talk to him jack goes up to eric and he has a conversation with them eric says that he went home to tell his parents about how he's gay right gonna come out to his parents and he goes but it wasn't the right time and jack says yeah it never is so they have like small talk and jack's like my flight's delayed and Eric's like, well, if you want, I'll wait for you. I'll wait with you if you want. And Jack's like, no, it's fine. My friends are here. But it was almost like Eric being like, you know, I'd rather hang out with you at this airport than go home. Go home. Right. Yeah. But Jack declines because Jack's just like, even though I'm gay and I haven't had a boyfriend in over a year and this guy is kind of into me, even though we had this weird situation, I still don't think I want to be with a man because <laughs> I'm Jack. I don't think that Jack uh, like was pay- I don't want to say paying attention. I just think some things just kind of go over Jack's head. Yeah, I get that. I feel like I've been in Jack's situation. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like Jack is like, oh no, you don't have like what he was thinking of is like, oh, I don't mind waiting for- with you if you're you know waiting by yourself to keep you company. Not like I don't want to go home. Like not a, you know what I mean. Like not an I want to go home thing. It was more of oh, do you want somebody to wait with you? No, I got my friends with me. You're good. Do we got to do? I think that's what Jack's mindset was. Not that this guy genuinely doesn't want to leave. Yeah. Not that he wanted in the jock. But yeah, he wasn't thinking about this guy and what he was trying to do. He was thinking about you know, well, I don't need anybody else to stay. I have my friends here. Like I'm good. You know, yeah, that's me. that's a good point. Yeah. So I, I Jack just. He's clueless. Yeah, he is. He's very clueless. <laughs> Jack's clueless. Um, so now Joey is running late for her first day back at the yacht club, and Bessie pulls up with groceries and she's like, Bess, I need to buy the truck, the one and only truck that we have still. And um, she's like, Fine, but you can't take my groceries. So Joey's helping her with the groceries up on the porch, 
And um, Bessie's like, you know, you don't have to work there, Joey. And she goes, and find another job? Nah, Joey Potter, back where she started from. And Bessie's like, well, it's good to see that you're still dramatic. And um, Joey gets in the car. (laughs) And Bessie's like, Joe, did you happen to see if the mail came? Like, can you grab it for me? And she's like, "Uh, no, I gotta go. I'm already late. (laughs) Gotta go, bye. And she just drives away instead of just grabbing the fucking mail. Would have taken her 20 seconds to run it inside. I mean, you're already late. What's 20 more seconds? (laughs) She really doesn't have to work. You know what I never understood about her working at the Yacht Club? Why couldn't she just work at the B&B? Because she's not going to get any money. She wants cash money. She wants money in her pocket. If she works at the B&B, she's not really going to get paid. Do you think Bessie's really going to pay her? I mean, maybe. Yeah, she could be on the... um... The, what's it called? Like she'd have to be an employee, right? Do you know, it just sounds really complicated. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's what I was thinking of. It. I was just thinking like Bessie's probably not going to pay her the way that like she wants to get paid, so she's going to work at the yacht club and get tips. That that's true. Yeah, she'll get the tips. Yeah, <laughs> sounds complicated. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, sounds too complicated for her to work at her sister's B and B that she lives at. Well. Like she'd have to fill out a thing and then her sister would have to pay her. <laughs> the W2. Oh my God, dude. Like all of these things. I mean, come on. No, I don't know. Just... I feel like it would be easier if she did that and worked under the table. Yeah, I was going to say. Gonna, she's not going to get paid the way that she wants to. So she's working at the yacht club so she can get paid and get tips. That is my opinion and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, now we see Graham's trying on sunglasses at the airport. Dawson bumps into her and they turn around and she lets Dawson know that she's taking this the 645 to Las Vegas. But don't tell Jennifer. I think these little getaways are much more fun when they're when they're done on the sly. Oh my Grams is terrible. Grams is getting married. <laughs> Grams is Grams is getting hitched. She's getting hitched, man. They're gonna walk into this hotel and they're gonna be like, oh look, there's Elvis. Let's do it, Clifton. <laughs> we won't live in sin anymore. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so then they get married and then they're not living in sin anymore. And then she can sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> so she tells Dawson to have a good summer. And he, he's like, thanks for everything, Grams. Because, you know, he was living with her and everything. Right. And she goes, thank you for making my granddaughter happy. And he's like, you know, she's still here if you want to say goodbye. She goes, oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't want her to think I'm doing the Grams thing and trying to change her mind. And he's like, well, what are you talking about? She's like, her parents, they want her, they want her to go. They want, they want her. I can't do it right now. <laughs> what, I, what, I'm what? <laughs> ta, 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 day, Junior. Her parents want her to go to the Hamptons to be with them. <laughs> oh. But... Uh, yeah, she just stays back with Clifton. She doesn't go talk to Jen. But we do see Bessie showing up to the CYC, <laughs> even though Joey has Bessie's truck. I'm telling you, she she got in the little rowboat, <laughs> rowed herself all the way there, or she got in the rowboat <laughs> and rowed herself to to Dawson's house, and it's like, yeah, let me get the vehicle. Like, I gotta, right, I gotta so, go. So <laughs> we've got to be... mail. I can't wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know she can't wait till she gets home. She's gotta open it right now. Right now, because it's from Dawson and his flight's coming. And I know it's from Dawson because look, it's it's Dawson's handwriting. And I might have peeked into it. I don't know. 
but you know that's funny <laughs> she needs her mail and she needs it right now i, I need a truck Car, we whatever. we fucking talked about this on the first the first attempt that it's still funny bring <laughs> the second <laughs> <laughs> how else did she get there i just uh, the i really do she could get there is that little rowboat yeah i picture her. she's like rowing her like little arms off while she's trying <laughs> to get joey this letter and we don't know who's watching baby alexander could no. be the mysterious bodie maybe maybe not yeah bodie's on a daddy and me like uh what are they called like a weekend getaway thing with, her, with his maybe. son maybe yeah she's like Bodie. you really need to spend time with your son you disappeared for all those all those years and now you really need to spend time with baby alexander (laughs) (laughs) oh man the way i see it (laughs) she always says that so she brings her the letter and her passport from season two or no it was the end of season one yeah because it goes because it goes into season two and she goes, remember, you're going to go to France. And she goes, yeah, but I never send in my paperwork. And Bessie's like, I send it in for you. And um, we see this like old picture of her on her passport. Which, which goes, by the way, by the way, doesn't make any sense. Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they did it back, back in like the early 2000s. But when I had to get my passport, I had to go to the post office and hand in the application and they took my picture and like did all this shit. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe back then they were like, "Oh, we don't care if you're actually who you say you are. Just send us your your pamphlet, like your application. Send us a check with your, you know, however much it is on there, and then also throw in a little, you know, two by two picture." And who knows, maybe. And you're good because I know I had to go, and when I got my passport, they needed to take my picture. Like I had to be there. I had to pay for it. Well, maybe they changed things after 9-11. True. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I would just they were you're more locked. Getting a, you're getting a legal document from the government. <laughs> like I feel like they should find a way to do verify your identity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bessie <laughs> pretended to be Joey and she was like, like needed my ID, you know, they had to verify who I was. So I just I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how they did it, you know, 20 years ago, but <laughs> apparently they didn't care about identity then. They were more locks about it back then. No, but they could know because this came out in 2002. Yeah, but she got the she got the passport in like 1998. Um, okay, so it would have been before 9/11. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Don't even think about it, Jamie. It's not <laughs> worth wondering about. <laughs> I already, I already know what you're thinking. You're, you're about to Google this shit, and we don't have time to Google this. It's fine. It's fine. Moving on. Somebody else Google it and get back to us. We yeah. don't have the time to do it. Or just do it later, like when you're bored. Just look it up. <laughs> look it up yourself. What were the rules in '98 about how to get your? <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Bessie's like. Joey, you think you haven't changed, but you have. You even look different. If you came back this summer because you think we need you here, well, we don't. And she says it to her in like the no, but she means it in the most loving way possible. I know, but ow. She's like, (laughs) as Kelso would say, "Oh, burn." (laughs) Who? Kelso, that seventy show. Come on. Oh, Oh, no, I took it as. Um, Bessie sees that her sister has like really grown up especially going away to college so she doesn't need to come home all every year she's become this like you know different person this individual that 
doesn't need to be in Cape side all the time. Like she can always come back when she wants, but like Cape side's not who she is. You know, right. she was always afraid she was going to get stuck in this little town working at the ice house or working wherever as a waitress. But she is like accomplishing her dreams by like going to school and writing and all this stuff that she wanted to do. And yeah, and she is, you know, she lives in Boston now. So if she wants to stay in Boston for a summer or go somewhere else, she can. She doesn't have to come. It has changed a lot. Like if you compare season one Joey to season five Joey, she's matured so much. Like she's a grown up now. She looks like a woman. She's not a kid anymore. No. And she was very determined to, to get out of that situation she was in. And, you know, I'm glad that they... I'm glad that they wrote her that way too, so that they didn't give her these weird like hiccups to make her stay there. Like she was very determined and she got out, you know, even with trying to get into college, she was able to get in because of this, you know, things just happen for Joey Potter. (laughs) She's like, you know, she's very special, Joey Potter. (laughs) So this is when Dawson's talking to Jen. And he's trying to get her to just go see her parents. And she's like refusing. Jen's kind of being like kind of bratty to him. And he's like, so what? Because we're not dating anymore. We're not friends. And she's like, no, that's exactly it. But like, you can't suddenly like throw this in my face because these are things that I talked to you about while we were dating. And he's like, Jen, I know like you really want to fix this. And this like you have the chance to do it. So just go fix it. And um, he's like, can you just lie to me and at least say you're going to try? like think about it and she goes i'll think about it so he just wants her to fix her situation with her parents right which is understandable although some relationships can't be fixed yeah and that's up to jen to decide so jen um meets back up with jack and she's like how to go with eric is he still as gay as the last time you saw him and he's like yeah he's still gay but he tried to tell his parents and she goes he tried and he goes yeah it's not an easy thing to do jen And Jack is just trying to explain to Jen that he wants to be there to help Eric because it's such a difficult time for him right now. And um, they come to the conclusion that he's going to stay back and help Eric and she's going to go fix things with her parents. So they're not mad at one another. They're just going to sort it out. Dawson runs into the director from the first episode that fired him, Todd Carr, and he says he remembers Dawson. He calls him the moralistic film student. And he says, you know, your little speech kept me up a night or two, but you've got balls. And he tells Dawson to give him a call when he's back in L.A. because maybe he'll watch one of his little movies. And Dawson's like, all right, sounds good. (laughs) Right. Talk about a surprise. An unexpected outcome. So Joey's reading Dawson's letter on the pier and Pacey shows up. And she's like, I've fallen victim to the Cape Side disease. I feel trapped. I feel sorry for myself. I have general inability to see the future. And he says, you mean you're just being a teenager? And she tells him that he's the most adult person that she knows, despite his pension for sugar-coated cereals and Saturday morning cartoons. And she says, you know, you never look back, do you, Pace? And he says, why look back? The future's out there. Why look back? The future's out there. Whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be great. And she goes, you really believe that? And he says, sure. And she goes, just not for yourself. Pace, you're pig-headed. You need to believe in yourself more. <laughs> and he's like, all right, point taken. And Joey says, you miss her, don't you? And he says, that's not appropriate conversation. And she goes, fine, I, I miss her. She goes, fine, but I miss her. She changed my life, you know. 
And he says, of course, there's the other option that you changed it. She goes, fine, I guess I did. And he says, you know, I don't know what, what's in that letter you're, that you were reading, but I'm sure in true Joey fashion, you're wishing that you could unchange the situation. And she takes a second and she goes, no, I don't. She's <laughs> like, let's go. We're going to the airport and getting her back. And we're going to say everything we want to say because we can. And we cut to the two of them running through the airport now. They're trying to come up with a plan to find Dawson and Audrey. Yes. But they're already boarding their flights. So Joey goes to buy a ticket. She buys a ticket to Paris. And Pacey uh, has his own plan where he gets over the loudspeaker to... How much, how much do you think it costs for a ticket to Paris? Um, Probably like $5,000. I don't know. A lot, right? Like it would cost like a lot. I love how she's like, yeah, yeah, just whatever. Just just give me, give me where? Milwaukee? Well, that's so boring. Fine. What else you got? Paris? <laughs> Book it. All right, wait. So we go from a girl who just got mugged for 500 bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> to a girl, not even that much long, like that, that much later, buying a ticket to Paris just so she can get through the security gates. Well, she was maxing out her credit card because she said it was, it was all refundable. That's why. So. I guess. But at like 19, I don't think that my credit card would have had the capacity to be able to afford a ticket to Paris. I mean, mine wouldn't either. <laughs> Just saying. That age, I had a credit card and my limit was like $1,500. So, um, <laughs> can we <try> this again? Because <laughs> I don't believe it. But it's fine. I digress. Um, no, I hear you. I totally agree with you. <laughs> so Jen's arguing about her first class ticket. She's like, I want to be in coach. I don't need a hot a hot towel um so as she's like leaving she sees joey in line getting uh waiting to get her ticket and um she's like joey i feel like there's so many things i need to apologize for this year but i just don't have time and joey's like give me a hug jen and they hug and as she goes to leave jen goes i love you joe and she goes i love you too i love you too jen and then she's like, all right, gotta get gotta get to New York to see my awful parents. I love everybody. We got it, dude. Yeah, it was nice to see that scene though. I, I really like that scene. I like that they were showing each other like that they really do care about each other. Yeah, that was it was nice to see because a lot of the times when they're together, it's not ever really just those two. Like once in a blue moon it'll happen. Yeah. So it's nice to see that they have bonded, even though like most of the time they spend together it's usually when everybody else is around it's like it's like that friend that you're friends with in school but you're only ever really hang out with them when you're with your other friends you know yeah (laughs) it's not one that you would really just call up and be like hey come out hang out like that never happens with these two yeah we said it earlier it's like they never really had any really like decent scenes together or storylines together and you know, aside from, from the, the one time they went to New York, right? Yeah, aside from that. But it's I like that we're that we get these like little nuggets of their friendship. But there's always that weird thing with Joey and her where she's just Joey just looks at her very differently. And then when the whole thing with Dawson happened, Joey sort of like put her guard back up with her, I guess. Oh, yeah, I don't blame her. I mean, honestly, she should Dawson, too, though, because that's partly his fault. You mean to tell me that these two were like starting to have a thing together and then 
granted he had like a life-altering thing but he just turns around and start his, starts hooking up with jen so i'm like you have unresolved you have an unresolved situation with one girl and then you hop into another situation with with someone else knowing these two already have a history when it comes to this guy like ugh. well i'm not gonna go that far back anyways because that was just i was so angry <laughs> I don't want to be angry anymore. I know. Let's not. <laughs> I don't want to be angry. So let's not. So we see Audrey and Dawson waiting to get on the on their plane. And Audrey's like, Dawson, remember I asked you to punch me in my face when we get on the when we get seated? Just make sure you punch me in my face. And he's like, I promise I will. Um, so she hears her name over the loudspeaker and they tell her to go to the um courtesy, the white courtesy phone, because somebody wants to talk to her. And it's Pacey. So he apologizes to her and he's and she's like, it's just not enough pace. He goes, well, if you get on that plane, you'll never know if it is or not. She goes, all right, I'm listening. And he goes, all right, great. So meet me downstairs and we can talk. And she's like, that's it. You want to talk? You're such a lazy romantic, Pacey. And she hangs up. And he's like, what do we do now? <laughs> I mean, I would have been a little bit annoyed too. Like, you're not going to give me anything else. Just come down and we'll talk. And I'm about to miss my flight <laughs> for a conversation. Yeah. I'm maybe. not Dawson. <laughs> like, I don't know. So Pacey gets a guard to um, let him use the, the loud the sound system. Loudspeaker? Whatever. Public service announcement system. Yeah. So the he's PA like... System. <laughs> the PA system, yeah. Because he can't buy a ticket. So he, like, the guard bribes him for his money. Yeah. He's like, so, how much you got? Yeah, he's like, how much you got? $4 and a stick of gum. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, So we hear Pacey talking to Audrey over the loudspeaker. And everybody's like, like, who's he talking to? And the last bit of his, what he's saying to her, he says, I know that we don't know each other that well. And I'm sure that I could live without you, but I'm just not sure that I want to. And she, she just melts. She's like, all right. I think he can, I think I can go talk to him now. That was pretty romantic. (laughs) So she does, she goes to see him. So yeah, she meets him. His hair looks hella red. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. You brought that up. I don't, I didn't notice it. Um, She goes, well, what's the plan, Pacey? He goes, we drive to California and only stop for food and sex. And she says, and what happens when some old broad comes along? And he goes, I kick her to the curb. I think she said like some old hot broad or something like that. Oh, probably. Yeah. Some old hot broad with dark hair and she's crazy for driving. <laughs> she's a crazy <laughs> driver. <laughs> I don't know. She's got the need, the need for speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll no. kick her to the curb. <laughs> She goes, you're so lucky, Pacey, because I kind of love you. And he says, only kind of. And she says, we have a long way to California. We'll work on it. And he goes, by the way, do you have any gas money? (laughs) I thought that was funny that they just added that in because he's like, I'm broke. (laughs) I just did all that for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have that job anymore. He's a security guard. And I mean, I don't even know where he's living right now. Me either. I don't get it either. He has to be back home with his parents. Because he was in Cape Side. Oh, yeah. He's probably... he. Yeah, that makes sense. Cape um, Side has its own international airport. Right. Joey's running through the station now. She finds Dawson. And she's like, you didn't say bye to me. When did you become the fatalist? 
And he says, about the same time I went to kiss you and you turned your head like you were on a bad blind date. And she says, I was scared of going backwards and never growing up. And he says, is that what I represent to you? And she goes, no, not you, us. I started this year thinking I had to say goodbye to you, but I was wrong. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) She burped. She burped in the middle of it. Yep. That was right on cue, Steve. I'm so proud of you. I know. It was hard. (laughs) You're a huge part of what? (laughs) You should get an award for that burp. (laughs) Impressive belch. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're a huge part of my life, past, present, and future. And I have to start getting used to that because you make my life better, not worse. And she's like, he's like, come with me, Joey. She's like, I can't. I won't. Going to California is your journey, not mine. And if we really mean to each other what we say we do, then there's nothing to worry about. Everything will work itself out. I guarantee it. Besides, I think I finally figured out what that kiss meant. And he goes, you care to share? And and then she kisses him. And he says, damn it, you have this annoying habit of not making me want to get on planes. And she's like, you're going to get on that plane, Dawson. And you're going to make movies. Because that's your dream. And you're going to be good to everyone you meet along the way. Because that's who you are. And if you ever get lost, remember, I love you too. And the stewardess is like, sir, you got to get on the plane now. You're holding up the whole plane. Please get on the plane, sir. We went Please board now or, you know, you're not getting on this plane at all. Yeah. she's. I like, know your MO. I was here the last time. <laughs> <laughs> That was me that took your ticket the last time. I remember this guy. I'm doing this again. I remember this guy. He does this shit all the time. (laughs) He always has to be the main character. This guy and this girl all the time. I know. It's always these two. (laughs) Stop giving them tickets. They never go anywhere. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) They never go anywhere. Don't do it. They just fuck around at the boarding at the boarding line. That's what They're they... just wasting everybody's time. Seriously. They're time wasters. <laughs> <sighs> she says, go on, Rain Man. Your life awaits. And he says, yours too, you know. And then they kiss again and he gets on the plane. Smooches, smooches. Then we get a montage. We see Jen getting her hot towel in first class. And Todd sits down next to her. And he's like, have you ever seen my movie? And I forget what it's called, but she goes, oh, yeah, I saw that. It sucked. (laughs) (laughs) He he got quiet after that. He's like, oh, I can't talk to you about that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he was trying to show off. Um, Gal is holding Lily and they pass by a picture of Mitch. And she she says, Dada, Dada, Dada. so sweet. Did you say Dada? And she points to a picture of Mitch. It was it was really sweet too, and as you said, the last time we did this, <laughs> it's a nice little, like nod to Mitch Leary since he wasn't in this season. Well, I mean, obviously he's not in it anymore, but yeah, oh, we do miss Mitch Leary. Yeah, it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacey and Audrey are driving to California together, like laughing it up, and then we see Dawson on the plane, and this like nervous girl sits next to him because she's she doesn't like flying. She's mm-hmm. like, please don't take it the wrong way. If I grab your arm in the middle of the flight, I don't like turbulence. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> because every little thing is going to be all right. 
All right, Uh-oh. right on cue. Yeah. <laughs> so Joey goes to refund her ticket, and the guy says, "It's a shame you're not going to use this. Paris is supposed to be amazing in the spring." And she says, "Yeah, that's what I hear." And then the camera pans up close to her face. And a freeze frames right on her smile, her side smile. And we're like, is Joey going to go to France? (laughs) So that's the end of the episode. Jamie, we did it. Gosh, We did it. And that was like in record time. How long have we been recording? Since like five. Oh, we started. We started at 5 p.m. So um next episode is season six episode one the kids are all right can't believe it all right jamie final thoughts on that episode um i liked the episode it was good Mm -hmm. i really i don't remember if she actually went to paris or not but she had that sly smile like she might she was definitely thinking about it i can't wait to start season six it's bittersweet it's the first and the last beginning season of Dawson's Creek that we will be recapping. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be over. It's yeah. Great. And then we'll be on to the next project. Um, She does go to France. She goes to France in the episode right before the finale, the series finale. We talked yeah, to yeah. Gina Fattori about it. She's cause she wrote that episode, but I always remembered they, Oh, they finally let her go to France or Paris, yeah. whatever. I forgot. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I really liked this episode. I thought it was a, a really a really good season finale. It almost felt like a series finale in a, in a weird way, especially the ending. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the next season too. I'm gonna be sad when we're all done this. Like it's crazy. Oh, no. All right. Well, Jamie, that was a long night. <laughs> <laughs> Seven hours later. Well, not quite five. Five hours later. But um, I think we can end the episode. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to to sign off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we can, we can, we can do that. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Of course. So you can find me at jlyn underscore booklover right on Instagram. And also, if you guys are interested and want to check it out, we have a website, not we Dawson's Creek, but my wonderful boyfriend has one if you guys were interested. And it's mostly outdoor furniture, but it's got outdoor stuff. And so if you're remodeling your backyard or maybe you have a camper or you like going camping or whatever really go check it out it's a uh, www.onestopoutdoors.com that is the number one stopoutdoors.com go check it out beautiful oh, thanks <laughs> and if you want to follow us you can find us on instagram and threads at creek talk podcast and you can find us on twitter at creek talk pod you can join our facebook group uh you can send us any feedback or any type of story you want us to read on our next episode to creektalkpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, If you're feeling generous, you can give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and you can give us a five-star rating on Spotify. It's totally free, and it helps us out immensely. So please go do that for us. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you are feeling super generous, you can join our Patreon. And if you join at our $5 tier, you will get exclusive monthly bonus content as well as early access to our weekly episodes. Uh, We are currently recapping the 2002 Kevin Williamson series, Glory Days, 
which we are recording episode six this week. We're almost done the series. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I know. Then we gotta we gotta move on to the next project for that. I know. Like we're just keep going. <laughs> we just keep moving, Jamie. We're just gonna keep on trucking here. Just go to any of our link trees and any of our bios, and you'll find everything over there. So yeah, it'll be great. You'll love it. Just do it. <laughs> but for now, Jamie, I uh, think we can just you know. But for now, I hope everybody has. But for now, we hope for now. We hope everybody feeling. But for now, but for now, we hope everybody has a great weekend. We appreciate you listening to the episode, and we'll be back next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye. Oh my God! It says recording on here. Make sure, make sure you hit record when you do podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, All right, please let's... make sure you're triple checking your stuff. <laughs>